0: Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger, from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Hayo Silver! A fiery fire with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hayo Silver! The Lone Ranger!
2: With his faithful Indian companion, Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice... Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone
1: Ranger rides again! Come on, Silver! Let's go, big Silver! Hooray!
2: One morning, the Lone Ranger's Indian friend, Tonto, rode to the Circle M Ranch House in northern Texas. Owned by Colonel Dan Maynard, the Circle M was one of the largest ranches in the state. Oh, Scout, oh, fella. <laughs> As Tonto dismounted the Colonel's dog, a large German shepherd named Chief, circled scout, barking a welcome. <laughs> Seconds later, the Colonel himself appeared in the ranch house doorway. <laughs>
1: Jeez, hey, what? Well, great day alive, Tonto. How, oh, Colonel Maynard? Say, looks like Chief remembers you. <laughs> Look at him wagging his tail. Uh, Chief, not forget old friend. Doggone it! I'm glad to see you. Where's the Lone Ranger? Well, him, Campton Hills, north of here. I'm anxious to see him. Come on inside, Tonto, and uh, tell me what you two have been doing since I saw you last.
2: <laughs> Yeah, come
1: along, Chief. <laughs> uh, Chief, and a good watchdog. He's a first-rate judge of men, too, Tunnel. Oh, him, fine dog. And how you, Colonel Maynard? Fine. Uh, till about a week ago. Oh, what matter? My daughter Mary's fallen in love, so she says. Oh, what? What's wrong with that? Wait till you see the picture of the dude she wants to marry. He's a handsome fellow, all right, but... I think she's fawned for his looks and signified manners. Uh, him live near here? No, he's arriving on the stage today. If it's on time, he'll get to town about noon and ride out here. Here's the picture of a Mary brought back from the east with her. Oh. I've never seen a more worthless-looking critter. Me see this fellow before. Hey, Lone Ranger know all about him. Him, crook. What? By Jupiter, I'm not surprised. Uh, maybe a good idea, show picture to Lone Ranger. Him tell you all about this fellow. I'll saddle a horse and be set to travel in a few minutes.
2: Colonel Maynard held a lengthy conference with the Lone Ranger in the masked man's hillside camp. Then returned to the ranch. Two hours later, the well-dressed man from St. Louis stopped the Palomino in front of the Circle M. Ho,
1: ho, ho,
2: ho. As he dismounted, Chief raced toward him. Hey, what the...
1: Shut up! Get back, you cur! I'll quiet you! Oh,
0: Chet, don't put that door! Stop it, Chad! Quiet, Chief! Oh, down, quiet! Mary,
1: Mary, dear.
0: Oh, Chad, I... I'm so glad to see you.
1: I've missed you so much.
0: It seems like ages since I saw you last. Quiet, you.
1: Is this your dog?
0: He's Dad's pet. He's vicious. He'll be quiet now. Oh, it's so good to see you.
1: Oh, it's mighty good to see you.
0: Dad's very anxious to talk to you.
1: Have you told him about us? Yes.
0: But you'll have to make a good impression on him. Oh, He's disappointed because I became engaged to you instead of Jack Nolan. And who is he? A oh, neighbor. He has a small ranch of his own.
1: <laughs> it's not very flattering to compete with a two bit rancher. Yeah?
0: Come on inside. Dad's waiting to meet you. All right. He's been away from the ranch all morning. I'm glad he got back before you arrived. Dad? I'm in the living room, Mary. All right. This way, Chet. Mm, you have
1: a nice place here.
0: Mom furnished it before she died. This is the living room.
1: I'll leave my valise here in
0: the hall. Fine. Dad, this is Chet Mason. <clears throat> you probably feel you know him already. You've heard so much about him. How do
1: you do, Colonel Mason?
0: Be nice to him, Dad. How do
1: you do, Mason? Mary, what was Chief Bargain at a few minutes ago?
0: Oh, uh, oh nothing, Dad.
1: Oh, I... Uh... I had my riding crop in my hand, Colonel Maynard. Your dog must have thought I was going to strike. I keep Chief near the front of the house to let me know when there's someone around he doesn't like. I generally find that when he doesn't like a person, I don't like them either. Well, I, well I, uh, I'm i sorry if he's taken a dislike to me. <clears throat> uh, Mary, how about letting us talk alone for a few minutes?
0: Of course, Dad. But don't talk too long. It's nearly supper time.
1: Sit down, Mason. No. thank you. I'll get right to the point. You, uh, you probably want to ask some questions about on it. On the contrary, Mason, I've already learned a great deal about you. Oh? No one knows better than you do what your past life has been. Hold on, Charlie. I'd I... rather have Mary disappointed now than have her go through the rest of her life married to you. No, wait a minute. I have a right to know what you've heard about me, I have a right to defend myself. You have no defense. I, uh, I'd like to let you down as easy as possible. Tell Mary anything you want to. Tell her you've fallen in love with someone else. That you've changed your mind. But I tell you, I... I expect you to leave here after breakfast in the morning. Someone's poisoned your mind against me. Someone's lying. Your reference to poison is interesting, Mason. But... What do you mean? Your name used to be Pete Chester. How, How do you know? As Pete Chester, you marry the daughter of wealthy people in Omaha. Three months later, both parents died. No one suspected they'd been poisoned until your wife died a few weeks later, leaving you a tidy sum of money. I didn't poison her. The coroner found that she had been poisoned. You went on trial and were lucky enough to escape conviction. I I was a victim of circumstances. Before your marriage, you worked in a bank in St. Joe. Why? Where did you hear? All you that? weren't a victim of circumstances when a large sum of money was stolen from the bank, were you? I... I made restitution. Well, you had to, to stay out of jail. I could tell you a lot more about yourself, but I don't think it's necessary. I know you're no good. You're more interested in Mary's money than her happiness. That's not true, sir. It's out of the question for my daughter to consider marrying you. Where, where did you get your information? From a masked man who caught an absconding bank clerk and took him back to St. Joe. That... That man. That? The Lone Ranger. Well, you... You win, Colonel Maynard. If you leave here in the morning, I'll spare you and my daughter the humiliation of exposing you. Thanks. Thanks.
2: Unaware of the outcome of her father's interview with Chet Mason, Mary took the Easterner on a tour of the ranch that evening. Though they covered only a small part of the Circle M, Chet quickly realized that it was a rich prize indeed. As they turned their horses back toward the house, he was determined to go ahead with his plan to gain control of it. In answer to Mary's questions about his conversation with her father... Kept Wyatt glibly. He's completely willing
1: for us to be married whenever you say, Mary.
0: Oh, I'm so glad. I was afraid he might not like you.
1: (laughs) Why shouldn't he like me?
0: Well, he's sometimes foolish about Chief's reaction to people.
1: That dog? Uh, Yes.
0: I was afraid Chief's angry barking when you arrived might have influenced that.
1: It didn't influence you, did it?
0: (laughs) Of course not.
1: And I've nothing to worry about.
0: I'll show you more of the ranch in the morning. We'll start out after breakfast.
1: Good, good. This place is much larger than I thought.
0: You haven't seen half of it yet.
1: I'm looking forward to seeing the rest.
0: Get up. up. Come on.
2: Late that night, long after everyone had retired for the night, Chet entered Colonel Maynard's room, armed with a small derringer. He shook the colonel roughly.
1: <laughs> well, ooh, ooh. Keep your voice down, Colonel. Mason, you're covered, so don't try to call for help. Well, what's the idea? You and I are going for a ride in the hills. You're local. Don't, don't try man. reaching for your gun. You no good load down budget. Colonel. Colonel. I'd advise you to be mighty quiet leaving the house. Because if Mary wakens and comes to investigate the racket, I'll shoot you and her, too. You dirty scum! Get set for travel. And be quick about it.
2: As he dressed, Colonel Maynard watched for a chance to jump the easterner. But Chet Mason was too careful to be taken by surprise. With his gun at the colonel's back, Chet ordered the ranch owner to leave the house by the back door. Hey there, that's
1: Chief. Don't expect any help from him, Colonel. Mary and I tied near the front of the house. You'll pay for this, Mason. We're going to the corral. Start walking.
2: was barking a loud protest when the two riders left the corral a short time later. Keep
1: going, Colonel. They'll soon be out of sight of the ranch house. What are you going to do? You'll find out later. Meanwhile, follow orders.
2: We'll continue our Lone Ranger adventure in just a moment. His hillside camp, the Lone Ranger stared sleeplessly at the stars overhead. He had been worried ever since his conversation with Colonel Maynard that afternoon. Finally, he tossed aside his blanket and reached for his boots. When Tonto wakened, he was saddling the great horse Silver. <laughs> what matter, I'm worried, Tonto, about Colonel Maynard and his daughter. Why are you worried? Colonel,
1: know all about Chet Mason now. The Maynard
2: won't be safe until that crook leaves the ranch. Maybe
1: him gone already. I'll soon know whether he is or not. Oh, you go to ranch now? Yes,
2: Toto. Uh, me saddle, scout, and ride with you. Good. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Circle M, Chief's loud barking wakened Mary Maynard. When her efforts to quiet the dog failed she hurried to her father's room.
0: Dad, I don't know what's gotten into chief, but... Dad? Dad!
2: Alarmed at her father's absence, Mary knocked on the door of the room occupied by Chet Mason.
0: Chet! Chet, wake up! Something's happened to Dad! Chet, do you hear me?
2: Mary pounded on the door.
0: Chet, Dad's gone and he left his guns. He never goes out without them. Chet! Chet!
2: When there was no response to her frantic calls, Mary opened the door.
0: He's gone. He's gone, too.
2: Outside the house, the powerful dog pulled against the chain that held him. Mary dressed quickly, took a gun from her father's holster, and hurried outside. All right,
0: Chief. All right. We'll go look for Dad. Daddy, shall
2: As soon as the dog was free, he raced to the corral. There, Mary learned that her father's favorite horse was gone and the Palomino rented by Chet Mason. Chief ran from the corral toward the distant hills. A few moments later, Mary followed him astride her own sleek horse.
0: Get up, get up.
2: Stalling for time. Colonel Maynard had traveled as slowly as possible in an effort to think of a way to escape Chet Mason. They were some distance from the ranch, deep in the heavily wooded hills, when Chet called... This is far enough, Colonel. Go, rain.
1: ho ho, boy! Now this All right. Easy. This is as good a place as any to get rid of you. I'll drag your body into the underbrush. You won't get away with it, Mason. You'll never be found. Chief will find me. First thing I'll do when I get back to the ranch is kill that dog. You knowing
2: Chet Mason intended to kill him, Colonel Maynard took a desperate chance. Uh, He charged the gunman. Are you crazy? Chet fired before the colonel reached him. As the ranch owner went down, Chet heard the sound of approaching hoofbeats. Hey, what panic gripped the unscrupulous easterner. For a moment, he wondered if the approaching riders had heard his gunshot. Deciding they must have, he tried to drag the colonel to nearby underbrush. Before he reached the screening underbrush with his heavy burden, the riders drew nearer. Realizing he hadn't time to hide the body and escape, he left the colonel and hurried to the ground-hitched palomino. At that moment, the Lone Ranger and Tonto came into view. The masked man held a gun.
1: You, uh,
2: Pete
1: Chester, or should I say, Chet Mason?
0: Drop your gun. Not
1: before I kill you. My arm. I told you to drop the gun. Kimo Sabe, oh. there Colonel Maynard on ground, and he hurt See if he's alive, Tuttle. Uh, Maybe Mason kill him. Uh. If he has, he'll hang. Oh, no. For years, I've hoped for a chance to put you behind bars. But you were too smart. You stayed clear of the law. No, I, I I'm hurt my arm, is busted. You're through, Chester. This is the end of the trail for you. Colonel not dead, Kimo Good. Hold up. Raise hide ahead. Knock him unconscious. While you bandage his wound, I'll keep this crook covered.
2: After Toto had bandaged Colonel Maynard's wound, he turned his attention to Chet Mason. The ranch owner was still unconscious when the Indian said,
1: Wound all bandaged now. You want
2: me to tie this, Donna? Yes, Toto. Oh.
1: Hey, look out that dog! Oh. Teddy
2: oh. screamed in terror as Colonel Maynard's dog steady, raced from the underbrush to steady, jump in. Tonto stepped in front of Chad, oh. held the dog's collar firmly, and pulled him steady, away from the trembling killer.
1: Teddy, keep quiet, oh. Tonto. dog will kill me. He's vicious.
2: Remember, you're still covered, Mason. You're
0: covered too, Mason. Drop your gun. Mary. Mary,
1: this outlaw shot me.
0: Yes. He shot your
1: father, too. You're lying, Mason. Drop
0: a gun, you crook!
1: Miss Maynard, I'm a friend of your father's.
0: My father has no outlaw friends.
1: As soon as he regains consciousness, he'll tell you Toto and I are friends.
0: Drop the gun right now, Mister. or I'll shoot you.
1: Girl, make big mistakes. They're both crooks, Mary. They came to the ranch and forced your dad and me to leave. They were going to kill
0: us. I'll not ask you to drop that gun again, Mister. You've had your warning.
2: Very well, Miss Maynard. As the Lone Ranger dropped his gun, Chet scooped up the Derringer he had dropped.
0: Uh.
1: Ah, oh, the tables are turned, Mister
2: Mason. You lying crook! Try a
1: fast move, Mister? Go ahead. I'd like to kill you. I'll keep them covered, Mary, while you see how badly your dad's hurt.
0: Poor dad.
2: While the girl's attention was diverted, the Lone Ranger shouted, <laughs> "Take him, Silver! Hey!" hey! As Chap no. Mason turned to face the mighty stallion's <laughs> charge, the Lone Ranger leaped at the gunman. Come, Silver! I'll take that gun.
1: Do not make moves. Oh!
2: Tonto released the dog and grasped Mary's gun. The dog started for Chet, but the masked man had already disarmed the killer. On your feet, Mason. Steady, Chief. Steady. Take it easy, fellas. Let me
1: go. You let go gun.
2: It was then that the wounded colonel regained consciousness.
1: Mary.
0: Oh, Dad, these crooked. Mary,
1: the masked man and Tonto were friends.
0: Friends?
1: That no good murdering rattler Chet Mason. On your feet, Mason. Mason, you coyote.
0: Try to kill me, will you? Ted. Tip, what are you talking about?
1: He forced me to leave the ranch house tonight. Brought me here planning to kill me. He shot me. We were on the way to the ranch when we heard the shot, Colonel. So that's what brought you here, mister? Yes,
2: sir. Your daughter thought Tonto and I shot
1: you. Oh, Mary, the Masked Man and Tonto are the best friends I've got. But, but, Chester... His real name's Pete Chester, Mary. What? He stole money from a bank he worked for in St. George. I don't the believe it, Mary. The Masked Man captured him. Gave him a chance to stay out of prison by making restitution. Then the skunk went to Omaha. He married a girl whose parents were wealthy. Oh, no. The girl's parents died soon after the wedding. Then the girl died. All three of them had been poisoned. But there wasn't evidence enough to convict the killer. He tried to kill me tonight because I told him unless he left the ranch the first thing in the morning... I'd tell you all about him. Mary, George. Oh. Chief knew he was no good the first time he saw him. And so did I. But I... I wanted to spare your feelings, Mary.
0: Oh, Dad. How could I have been so wrong?
2: Miss Maynard, from now on, he'll be out of circulation. I'll help you take your father back to the ranch while I take the prisoner to town. Sheriff
1: Hancock will remember you, mister. You'll not have to identify yourself to him. Good. Hit the saddle, Mason. All right, all right. Steady, steady steady, boy. I'll see you at the ranch later, Colonel. Good, we'll be looking for you, mister. All right, get started, you. Come
0: on, get him. Come oh. on. It. Oh. <laughs> I'm all
1: right, Chief. Can we help you to mount, Colonel? Hey, <laughs> son. Oh. I'm sorry things worked out this way, honey.
0: Oh, Dad, I'm so glad you're alive. That he didn't kill you. If it hadn't
1: been for the masked man in Targo, he probably would have finished me off. I hope you're satisfied, Mary, that you picked the wrong man.
0: I didn't know he was a crook.
1: I didn't know it either. Till I talked to the lone ranger...
2: Return in just a moment for a word about our next exciting Lone Ranger adventure Diamond Mission. (laughs) Greed and intrigue on the Badlands brought the Lone Ranger face to face with killers in a six gun showdown. For thrills, suspense, and action, be sure to listen. The Lone Ranger, a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated, is created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, and directed by Fred Flowerday. Tonight's drama was written by Betty Joyce. The part of The Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Your announcer, Fred (laughs) Foy.